Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Edgeson, and it is Monday, November 18th. We're almost to Thanksgiving. Ah, oh, dude, I love Thanksgiving. I love stuffing. I love potatoes. I love turkey. So I'm really looking forward to that, looking forward to getting together with family and stuff. I know a lot of other people, Thanksgiving is one of those holidays. Let's just stick it right in the middle of the week. Everybody gets a short work week. What is not to like about that? All right. Anyway, so uh, my ACL, hey, man, I'm walking. I'm doing pretty good. I don't really think about my knee anymore. I'm back to work. I'm not on crutches. I'm just kind of, I mean, I'm still going to physical therapy, but I'm doing really well with that. And I think that's going to be the last time I'm going to talk about my knee because it's just like old news now. We're just, we're moving forward. And, you know, one of the things that's been really cool is I've been very absent from the practice with this whole injury and I'm back. You know, I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm implementing, I'm strategizing, so I'm excited to be doing that. So, um, hey, thank you everyone who gave a review for the book. I got two new reviews on the book. I got one from Ultra White Products. I got another one from Amazon Customer. It didn't say the name, but they said, it's a great book with practical thoughts, practical things to apply to your practice. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Some five-star reviews on the podcast. We got Darian Four, one from Tam M., Another one from Dr. Razdalski, and another one from everybody's favorite Arizona D4, Alyssa Mancini. So thank you so much for those. All right, dentalbusinessmentor.com. If you haven't heard about it yet, that's me and Dr. Justin Buller's online course. That's 175 videos. I mean, we're talking about how to present treatment, how to talk about treatment, analogies, how to have meetings, leadership, how to delegate and train your team, you know, how to schedule. It's pretty much everything, all-encompassing practice management. It's great. It's the way it's laid out is fantastic. Please check that out if you're interested in that. www.dentalbusinessmentor.com. Okay, let's talk about something today. I kind of got myself in a little bit of hot water and I screwed something up pretty bad this week. And I, and I just want to kind of piece this apart because I've been kind of thinking about it and I'm learning from it. Okay, we should always be learning from it. But I've had the same team for almost eight years now. You've heard me talk about this. I'm up to 26 team members. I mean, we started with five. But I still have every single person on my team. I fired two people. I fired both of them within three weeks of them starting. We we just knew they weren't a good good fit once they started. And I, you know, one of the things that's been critical to the the success of my practice has been the team. That I have a great team that works together well. They collaborate well. They deal with conflict. Okay, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say well, but we do do a pretty good job of it. But we had something come up just recently, and I want to kind of talk about this and what I learned from it. But, you know, I mean, if you talk to a lot of dentists, they're going to say a lot of their issues is due to their team. And I'm telling you, if you can keep your team happy, if you can keep people working together well as a team, you will have a fantastic practice. All that stuff, the systems, all that other stuff that's going to take care of itself because the team is going to be working together and they want to win. So it's a critical thing for us as a leader to be able to deal with these conflicts and, and deal with them productively. All right. So here's the story. Here's what happened. Like I said, I was gone with my ACL. I wasn't in the practice talking to people. My fault. I hope you're hearing that I'm taking complete blame for this. I wasn't asking what was going on. And there was a lot of resentment brewing between some of my team members and one person, particularly that they felt that this one person really wasn't just like pulling their weight. Uh, this one person was having a lot of conversations and and, and she'd show up to work and they'd, they'd be doing all the morning setup and this person just be talking about their weekend and they'd, they'd have sterile be piling up and this person's just somewhere talking about something else. This person's not turning their rooms. 
all this stuff, the sky is falling, OMG, what are we going to do about it? But, okay, here's what happened. So I, I talked to the people that are upset, and then, you know, I talked to some other people, and I said, hey, I've kind of been hurt hearing that this is going on. Are you seeing this as well? And the general consensus for, for most of my team members was that, yes, that they also do see that, and they, and they kind of share that perspective. So when we're talking about conflict, <clears throat> I want us to constantly be thinking about perspective, and I think this is the only productive way to deal with this, okay? So, what is, I'm listening to these these people say, you know, we've got to do something, and I'm asking, well, why can't you talk to her? Have you talked to her about your concerns and how you feel? Yes, yes, of course, I mean, we, we, we just can't do it anymore, just not helping. Okay, so you've sat down and you've like you've you've talked or like you've had like an intervention style talk where you sat down and you said, Hey, I gotta talk to you about something. Oh yes, yes, we've had this. Um, okay, I I don't know if it happened or it didn't, but my perspective is why do I have to deal with this? Why is this my problem? I'm not even involved. I don't even see this. If I saw this behavior, I would I would attend to it. But the thing is is I just don't see it, you know? I'm not present when this person is working with these other two people. These are days and shifts that I don't work with these people. So I don't see it. So essentially, I have to go and have this conversation with this one employee, this one team member. And I have to be a very, this is what people are telling me, but I'm supposed to not be able to not not throw anyone under the bus and say, who's telling me this? Which puts me in a very, very difficult um, perspective. Okay. Now, what is their perspective, the people that are upset? Their perspective is that they've exhausted everything. Every, they, they can't do it. They they've done it all. They can't, they can't do possibly anything more to resolve the situation. So now it's my problem. But, you know, what is a fact? Let's say, you know, we have perspectives. Everybody's got their perspectives. There's no right there or wrong. But what is a definite fact? One thing that was definite is that it was affecting people on my team. Okay. That's something I care about. And the other fact is that I need to do something about it at this point because it's affecting my team, it's affecting morale, and um, it, you have to do something about it. So what I did is I went and I talked to this person privately. I said, hey, I need to talk to you about something. This has been brought to my attention by quite a few people. If it was one or two people, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it's been a lot of people are seeing this, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but people are feeling like it is okay people are having that perspective you keep hearing me say that word all right so i i addressed i said what people are telling me and this is what this person told me she doesn't do any of that she doesn't feel like she does any of that yes she does have a lot of conversations but in her perspective it's not much different than when smokers go outside to take a smoke break and they don't clock out they just go outside and have a cigarette you know whatever but she doesn't smoke so she's not doing any of that um and she just doesn't, you know, some people felt like she was getting upset when they asked her to do something. You know, hey, hey, can you help me do this? And people felt like they didn't want to ask her because she got upset. She doesn't now, in her perspective, no, no, not true. I don't do that. I'm always helpful. So now we've got two completely different stories. So who the hell is right? And how do we determine who is right? Nobody is right. There are only perspectives so our success as leaders is going to be you know it's going to be 
our ability to deal with this conflict, and it's going to be dependent on the team understanding and respecting other people's perspectives. Okay, so what's the normal approach to conflict when people have conflict? I mean, they're always there's always someone fighting for this position. They're fighting for their the truth that they are right, the other person's wrong, and they're trying to correct the other people. Okay, and that doesn't ever resolve conflict. All that does is perpetuate it. All that does is is reinforce this us versus them mentality. And this will eventually deteriorate your team if you don't address these issues. What we need to do is we need to see each other's perspectives. We need to be compassionate toward each other. And we need to see each other as infallible human beings, okay? So the one, my, my team member that was being singled out here, her perspective was that, you know, I, I don't see any of this. I don't know why everyone's ganging up on me. And the other people's perspective was that, you know, essentially she's lazy and she's getting out of doing work. So what I my thing to voice to everyone was to say, hey, I, I, I don't think she's lazy. I don't think that she's doing it to get out of work, but she is definitely having some behaviors that people are perceiving that. So they need to be addressed. So here's what we're going to do. Okay, we've got an issue. All right. We're going to listen to the complaints of our team. We're going to listen to the stories. We're going to validate them. And we're going to see their, you know what I'm about to say. We're going to see things from their perspective. Okay, and then our other job as leaders is to create an environment. You want you want to create that environment that's safe for them to voice those complaints. And I'm going to talk about this a little because I screwed this up. Um, and then we need to encourage a dialogue between all of the involved parties. I am all about sitting down individually with each person, but we need to get everyone in the same room because if everybody is not present, there is this potential for this is what he said to me. This is what she said to me, and it goes back around, and people's feelings get hurt, and it's 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 the, that's a mistake to do it. You can do it with everybody individually, but you need to have a group meeting, and this is what I screwed up, and I'll talk about how that worked out. And then you, we always got to relate it back to core values, okay? So this related back to our core values. One of our core values is, is teamwork, and if you don't have a core values thing, you can't use it to do this. Hey, you know what? You're not being a team player. But I feel like I am. Okay, I understand that. And, you know, like I keep saying, it is or it isn't. It, it doesn't matter. But some people's perspective is that you are not, so it needs to be addressed. And behavior change starts with awareness. And that's the whole purpose of this exercise. People will understand each other. People, you get all the miscommunication out of there. And now that people are aware, they can work together better. Where did I screw this up? Okay, first of all, I haven't been in the practice for a long time. Forgive me. I've had an ACL thing, and my foot would get swollen when I was standing too long. I like that thing elevated. I like it iced, and I just haven't been there. So this this is partially my fault. And this is what happens when the leader is not present, and the leader is not asking questions and addressing people's concerns. Things start to get big. They get swept under the rugs, and they become these big, big, dramatic things. Okay? I let this issue grow too large before I addressed it, more or less because I just wasn't there. Now, um, I had addressed this with the same person maybe about a month and a half ago, but it wasn't to the serious extent that it's become now. So it's becoming a big issue. I need to do something about it. Um, We need to reunite the, the us versus them. There is no us versus them within my team. Everybody isn't us. I don't care who the them is, but we are all on us. Now, here's the major thing I screwed up, and I want you to learn from my mistake. I never had a group meeting. I talked to the person that was that was upsetting everybody, and I talked to the people that were upset, and I said to this person, 
How do you want to address this? You need to talk to these other people. You need to talk to the people that are upset. Do you want me to help you have this conversation? In which she said, no, I'd, I'd like to just kind of have this privately. you know. And I said, okay, fine, that's fine. I just, you, It needs to be taken care of. I need it to be taken care of. I need everyone to get along. I need everyone to understand each other and look at each other's perspectives and see how it is so that we can work together where everybody's happy. Now, what happened was this person ended up telling the other people, and, and this is all hearsay too, and you might be wondering, why is he talking about this? Can't his team listen to this? My team does not listen to this. So I have I have one, maybe two team members that will listen to this. And um, if, if you work for me and you hear me talk all the time, you probably don't want to listen to my podcast. So it's just one of those things. <laughs> but uh, so um, this person had told the other people that essentially her perspective from my and her talk was that I didn't agree with them. I didn't see it. And I pretty much just said, I didn't want to have to do this. I didn't even want to be part of this conversation. Now, that's not what I said. I said, and this is my perspective. I said, I hate having conversations like this. I hate being in this this position. And I don't see this behavior personally because if I did, I would address it. But I reinforce that people are perceiving this and this is other people's perspective. So it's important. It's valid. Now, because I didn't have the group meeting, and the other, and the person that involved told the other person that I wasn't agree. Her perspective was I didn't agree with it, and all this stuff. Now the other two people feel like I just threw them under the bus. They feel like I just went in that room and I talked to this employee and I said, "No, these two girls are complaining. Da 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 da. It's all them. You know, I don't know why they're complaining, but they are. You need to kind of talk to them just to make everybody happy. So if you have everyone in the room together, there's none of that stuff. You have a very open conversation. It's difficult. It's uncomfortable." But everybody gets everything resolved, and there's no, there's no bias. There's no this person told me this. There's no going around gossiping and all this stuff, and because everybody's present, and nobody can bullshit. Essentially, nobody can bullshit and say I didn't say that. Nobody can bullshit and say this is what said. This is what this person agrees with me. This person doesn't agree with me. You you get rid of all that stuff when everyone's present. So, how to deal with conflict? Number one, deal with it. You have to. It sucks. It needs to be dealt with. Number two, validate everybody's perspectives. Number three, have the group meeting. Get everyone involved. And if you you hear my podcast, you hear me preaching safety, safety, safety. I want my team to be safe talking to me about things. And this is one of those issues that it's kind of one of those catch-22s because when they feel safe addressing these things with me, I might force them to have a difficult conversation. So I struggle with that. How is that creating future safety? I, are they going to get to the point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to him about it because he's going to make me uh, have a difficult conversation. I, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. But I can tell you the only way to have it resolved is people communicate and understand each other and look at each other from a, a viewpoint of compassion and understanding that we are all human. So I don't know if this is over. I think this... I'm, I'm not sure if this is still going to keep going on, but if this does go on, we are going to have that group meeting. And I'm hoping we don't have to go there, but what's important now as a leader is I will be checking in and I will be finding out from people. And, you know, this could possibly end ugly. Who knows? I hope not because I love my team members and I really do think we have a great team and I don't want to lose anybody, but um, this is one of the things about being a leader. So it's important. All right. All right, that's it for this week. And uh, next week, I got a great conversation with uh, Justin Bullard. Hey, I got to say one more thing, too, is that me and Justin are going to do some podcasts where we're just going to take 
some FAQs, some things that people email me. If you want a question, you want it right on the air, and you don't even have to say your name if you want, but we're just going to kind of break down the things that people email me all the time. I get emails all every week of people asking questions, and I just it's, it's getting to the point where it's just a lot, and I think it's just better, and sometimes it's the same question over and over. We're going to start addressing these FAQs together, and Justin, you'll listen to his episode next week. I just interview him on... He's a six. He has owned six practices. He, he manages them from out of the country. He's just a really cool guy. And if you're wondering how do I work on the business, that's literally all this guy does. So it's a great podcast, and I want to do some more with Justin because me and him just click really well. And, and you'll hear it next week. We're just we, we're very similar people. All right, everybody have a fantastic week. Everybody have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I will be back and we'll be talking about something else in two weeks, but check out next week's episode. I know you're going to love it. All right. Take care, everybody.